All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. In every pair of Tacoba's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacoba's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers. And with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing, the bonus episode of The Four Things Podcast where I share emails that I have received from you. And this episode, I am addressing notes that I received that have to do with eating disorders because this week is NIDA Week, which is National Eating Disorder Awareness. That's what NIDA stands for. So yeah, all the emails pertain to food and body issues. And so does my quote today. I actually pulled it from my friend Kat's Instagram, Kat Tafada. She's a licensed therapist. She also has a podcast on my network called You Need Therapy. That's another one you should check out this week if you feel like you've got something going on or you know someone that does have something going on. Uh, when it comes to food, disordered eating, their bodies, because I know she's focusing hard this week, her episodes on Nita as well. But I just pulled a quote from her Instagram that said, the idea of the perfect body is a lie that has been sold to you wrapped in Spanx, covered with a filter and served with a side of keto approved black bean brownies. So I thought that quote was good because society has put a lot of pressure on us. Now, eating disorders aren't just about looks. They're a mental illness that has to do with like tons of things. But the underlying things, you got those going on, add on top of that, the pressure from society to look this certain way to be able to feel love, which is why last week on the podcast, The Four Things One on Thursday, I shared with y'all tons of different ways you can compliment someone without even mentioning 
their looks or appearance. I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode if you missed it. Now, the first email I'm going to get into is from a girl named Rachel, and she was sharing with me that she recently wrote a book called Emancipated Love Junkie, Liberating Myself from Anorexia. The email also included a link to her blog. So I clicked on it, went through some of her blog posts, and I want to now read one of the posts that stood out to me because she reminds us that anyone struggling out there, you're not alone. And I love that message. I mean, that's why I do this podcast, not just when it comes to eating disorders, but really anything in life, anything we're going through, anything that I can talk about or you can talk about or my guests can talk about can make sure that people out there know that they're not alone. So the post that I'm going to read, the blog post, is titled, Even a Princess Needs Help Sometimes. And here is what Rachel wrote. Viewer discretion advised, appeared at the start of a number of the Crown episodes this season. I was apprehensive since the advisory stated that ED would be depicted and I wasn't sure what to expect. Fortunately, I'm in a healthy state these days and I have made peace with my past, but watching ED scenes is always challenging. Apart from eliciting strong emotions about my own experience, observing behaviors fills my heart with grief for the millions who struggle. Unexpectedly, however, my initial apprehension transformed into acceptance when I realized the episode featured Princess Di. Don't misunderstand. Diana's bulimia was a complete tragedy, and I would not wish mental health challenges on anyone. That said, I cannot think of a better candidate to globally showcase the realities of bulimia while manifest that anyone, even a princess, can be afflicted by an eating disorder. I try to keep my blog posts upbeat and positive. There's enough heavy stuff out there, and recovery is a beautiful journey laden with victories along the way. And yet, when you're deep inside an ED, it can be immensely helpful to recognize this truth. You are not alone. When I was in therapy for anorexia, I was stunned by the other women at my center. I expected to only see tiny young women and to be branded as a mom of the group. Instead, I found myself surrounded by all shapes, ages, and sizes. Consequently, if you are currently battling a disorder and ashamed of your thoughts, know that you are one of thousands who also need help and extra hugs. If stats help, here are a few striking ones according to the ANAD from anad.org. 9% of Americans will have an ED in their lifetime. 10,200 deaths are a direct result of an ED. Eating disorders are the second deadliest mental health illness. Less than 6% of people with EDs are medically diagnosed as underweight, which means you cannot judge a book from its cover. I was one of these last stats, a woman with functional anorexia who masked her pain behind a not super skinny exterior. All through my 20s, women would call out, you're so lucky, you can eat whatever you want. And I'd wistfully imagine responding, I've had a banana and two Diet Cokes so far today. How about you? Such comments aren't charging now in the way they once were. I still cringe a bit when someone tells me I'm looking healthier now or I'm applauded for eating a large portion. As many of you can probably relate, comments on our figures are just not cool. And unfortunately, it will take time before society recognizes that telling a girl she's skinny is just as inappropriate as telling her she's fat. Still, I am super encouraged, you guys. Although the stats are alarming, there is so much more support, data-driven research, and social awareness about eating disorders than ever before. 
So although the royal family may abhor the series, I wouldn't blame them. And scenes of Diana's pain might be too painful for her people to watch. I'm grateful for the crown's power to publicize what an ED can look like. I'm grateful for all the rad people openly championing the importance of mental health in our world in a myriad of ways. And I'm also grateful for the power of connection that is far mightier than any eating disorder voice. You are not alone in your thoughts or physical pain and people are available and want to help you no matter what. Okay, that's the end of the blog post. And again, Rachel's book is called Emancipated Love Junkie, Liberating Myself from Anorexia. And it's available on Amazon. I actually bought a copy for myself the other night. So I look forward to reading it once it arrives. I put it in my Amazon favorites page under books, which you can find at radioamy.com. And quickly, I'll just read you what Amazon says about the book. Are you trapped inside an eating disorder? If so, Rachel will guide you towards a liberated and recovered life. In her inspiring eating disorder memoir, Rachel shares her 20-year battle with anorexia as she travels the planet as an executive assistant, rock musician, teacher, playwright, and cookie company owner. She's got humorous anecdotes and raw moments that are fresh insights to pin feelings of hope onto your heart. As you replace eating disorder thoughts with positive truths, you'll feel empowered to join Rachel as an emancipated love junkie en route towards recovery while flooding your world with joy. Remember when you were a tiny human gleefully running half naked through a sprinkler with an ice cream cone and one sticky fist? This eating disorder book will help you embrace that healthy goodness today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. So thank you, Rachel, for emailing me and thank you for using your story to help others. And thank you for reminding people that they are not alone. All right. Email number two is a note that I got from Nicole Galleon, who is a friend and a singer-songwriter here in Nashville. And she just sent me a quick note that said, hey lady, I watched your IGTV about eating disorder week and what you're doing is so important. I struggled for a couple years in college and while that is far behind me, I still have to work so hard to love myself in the mirror. I wrote this song with Sasha Sloan about body dysmorphia slash body image and just thought it might touch you this week. All right, here's a clip of House with No Mirrors. Where the walls didn't talk back at me Maybe i dream a bit bigger If there was nothing to see If I lived in a house with no mirrors Where the walls didn't pick me apart Maybe my skin would be thicker If I lived in a house with no mirrors, I'd be loud. Again, that song is called House With No Mirrors, if you want to check it out, by Sasha Sloan. And Nicole Galleon was one of the writers on it. I hope you all will find music and people to lean into to encourage you and inspire you and help you get closer to whatever recovery looks like for you if you happen to be dealing with this. Or maybe you want to take that song and send it to a friend or our Outweigh theme song. Maybe we should play that here too. So let's go ahead and play the, the Outweigh theme song here as well to give y'all all the music and motivation. I've got another song coming up for y'all in just a second too that I'm going to play. But yeah, let's throw it in here right now. Here you go. Outweigh theme song. I won't let my body outweigh. Outweigh everything that I'm made of Won't spend my life trying to change I'm learning to love who I am I get strong, I feel free I know every part of me is beautiful And I will always outweigh 
If you feel it, put your hands in the air Show some love to the new while you're there Let's take it one day at a time Cause you and I outweigh All right, Outweigh is a podcast that I co-host with Lisa Haim and a new episode goes up every Saturday. And that is something we put together again so people would not feel alone. We share our stories. We have other guests on share their stories. We have experts on that help guide us and help give us wisdom on this whole journey. So definitely check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Like however you're listening to this one right now, just type in Outweigh and Lisa's face and my face will pop up. Click that and we've got a lot of episodes there for you to listen to. If you've never even heard it, you could definitely keep yourself busy over there. All right, email number three is from Hannah. Hey, Amy, I just finished watching your IGTV video and wanted to reach out. I have slowly come to realize that I may be suffering from an eating disorder. I haven't been diagnosed, but I realize that my eating habits are extremely unhealthy. I am so hard on myself and my body. I've become obsessed over the way that I look, weighing myself twice a day, beating myself up if I gain a pound or two, restricting myself from things I enjoy because I don't want to gain, etc. I don't even drink lattes anymore because of the sugar content and the calories. I'm basically living off detox smoothies and protein shakes. I never thought this was an issue until I started listening. And I mean, really listening to people like you. I'm having a hard time finding beauty in myself because all I see when I look in the mirror or in pictures is extra weight and an undefined chin. I've been a listener for years and have heard your story of ED and how you've overcome it. I remember seeing an Insta story one day of you enjoying a latte and you said that there was a time where you couldn't do that. That let me know that I'm not alone in this and that I want to get to that point. I don't know if I'm ready to start the road to recovery. I know that I need to, but it gives me such anxiety to think about doing it. I already weigh more than I ever have in my life and I'm scared to gain more. If you have read this far, thank you for listening to me. I'm going to continue to educate and listen and pray that this is something that I can start to overcome. All right. So since Nicole Galleon and the second note that I read, and then Hannah just now both referenced my IGTV post, I'm going to go ahead and play that here just in case some of you don't follow me on Instagram, or maybe you missed the post from Sunday night. Here's what I shared. So just got done recording my four things podcast for this week with Caitlin and something came up in one of our things where we were talking about therapy and then um, some eating disorder talk came up, which I'm thankful that it will be included in this week's episode because this coming week is need a week national eating disorder awareness. And I think this is an important week to acknowledge. It's not one that I've normally spent a lot of time on, but now that I co-host a podcast called Outweigh that is centered around that and I'm in recovery, I'm more aware that weeks like this exist. And I think that they're important not only to do your own reflection, um, but for you to just be aware of those around you that might be um, going through this. Maybe you don't have body image issues or um, any kind of disordered eating or eating disorders in your own life, but your sister, your friend, your coworker, um, likely someone in your life does have it going on. And so this could be a week that you could try to educate yourself more to see how you could be there for them. Um, I know on Tuesday's fifth thing, I'll be covering, um, some eating disorder emails that I got. So hopefully those will be helpful. And then, yeah, like I said, Caitlin and I got into it on um, our podcast as well. So just 
a little, the more you know, I feel like a year or so ago, I had no idea that Need a Week even existed. So I just want anybody to know also too that is in the throes of their eating disorder um, or any kind of disordered eating patterns or body image issues that you are not alone. And there are resources and tools and people and, and Outweigh is just one of those. I would hope that if you have access to therapy, you can get that. But I know that other people can't, but there are a lot of podcasts out there. There's amazing Instagram accounts. There's online courses. There's books you can read. Uh, there's books you can download on Audible. There are resources beyond just therapy in case that's not an option for you. But I just want you to know as we enter this week, week that I am thinking of you anybody that is struggling like for me personally this month like I hit a a it's been two years since I really like put in the work to just be done with it and oh, the freedom that I feel and that's why we started out way is I felt the freedom I could I could feel it and I wanted other people to have what I was feeling. So I called Lisa and I was like, we have to do something. And, and that's how Alway was born because a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. And um, yeah, I just want you to know that. Um, your world doesn't have to be so small. It can be bigger. It can be full of other things. It doesn't have to be you know, centered around what you ate, when you're going to eat, how you're going to work out, how you're going to get rid of it, um, how you're going to restrict, like what restaurant you're going to go to, you're freaking out who cooked what, like hopefully you can get to a place where you can just breathe and know that like you can eat whatever it is that your dad cooked. I mean, there are, I get into this either on four things or outweigh I've shared before, like if I could go back and eat things that my dad made that I refused to eat, I would give anything to go back and have those moments with him because now he's on a feeding tube. He can't even eat. Someone whose love language is food had surgery and now has been on a feeding tube for, you know, a long time. Like he will never eat again. Like we thought maybe he would have a shot at eating again. He won't ever eat again. But not only it's not only about the eating for him, it was about cooking it and serving it to others. And now he can't even really cook because he can't, his motor skills are just different and he can't taste test things because he didn't really follow recipes. He kind of just did his own thing and he would taste it and then go. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately I spent way too many years wasting, wasting time on food. And for what? I know it's not just about body um, or what you look like. Some people may think that, yeah, eating disorders are just like, so you can be skinny or look a certain way. But I had so much underlying, underlying depression. Um, the root of it is something that I had to put in the work to get there. Um, but yeah, you, you can do it. And... I want to be an encouragement to you and I want you to know there's hope and that it's just better. It's better on the other side, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's just easy to get there. I don't want to be like, oh, come on. yeah, just 
yeah, here I am, look at me. No, it was work. It's still work at times, um, but I'm thankful and grateful for where I am. Um, I think one time I posted about this because I was drinking like a creamy coffee and I put an Instagram post and I think I said something like I have compassion for, you know, who I was then, um, but I'm grateful for where I am now. So I have compassion for that girl that used to bring her own food to family dinners because she was scared to eat what her dad was gonna make. That's like what's in that song that Brittany Spencer and I put up, the Outway theme song. Um, missing out on family meals around the table because what grandma made is bad, so we're not able. Um, based that line off of my experience with my dad, I was telling Brittany about it. And of course, in the song, it just sounded better to say what grandma made is bad, but like family meals around the table is something that I missed out on a lot. So, oh my gosh, I've been rambling for over six minutes now, almost seven, but I think this is important um, for some people. If you're still watching, then clearly this is something that's important to you. And uh, yeah, I want you to know you're not alone. And I want you to know there's hope and you can get better. And when you get to the other side, it's, there's, I can't even describe it. Like there's this whole other, whole other life that you didn't know it was possible and less stressful and free and just, um, yeah, full of more joy. So I hope you get there and I'm sending all the hugs virtually. All right, I wanna tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI owned brands right now, online and in store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI owned fashion brands. Plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in store. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us so we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this 
open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delayed release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Okay, so now that y'all are caught up on the IGTV post, Hannah, I just want to reiterate to you that you are not alone. I am really glad that you recognize that you need some sort of recovery in your life and that there is something funky going on. But I want to make sure that you know that however you're feeling is very common. Your behaviors are very common as well. You're in this gray area where you're not diagnosed with a full-blown eating disorder, but you know that your behaviors with food and thoughts about your body just are not healthy. In the gray area, in fact, is even what we cover a lot of on Outweigh because those are the people that often get overlooked. A lot of my behaviors. Now, I was bulimic, but I wasn't as extreme as other bulimics. And then honestly, some of my other behaviors really weren't clinically diagnosable, but they definitely were disordered. And yeah, 
by sharing our behaviors on Outway. And again, some clinically diagnosable, some not. Others can then look introspectively and see if they have anything going on. And some of our behaviors are honestly just so accepted by society that it's hard to really tell if it's disordered. Like detox tea, for example, or living off of protein shakes is the norm. I have been there. People actually even praise you for it and ask you, oh, how do you even do that? How do you have the discipline? But the truth is your body needs real food and your body can detox on its own. And Hannah, I do want you to know that I understand the desire to weigh yourself twice a day. I've definitely been there too. But my hope for you is that you can eventually ditch the scale altogether and that you can learn to eat all kinds of food and trust your body and that you will get to enjoy that latte. It will take time. I remember being terrified each time that I had to let go of a certain behavior. Again, I bounced from one thing to the next often, but I finally got to a place where I just released them all and I was able to do it. I had to commit, I had to stay the course. If there was a setback though, I didn't beat myself up over it. I just kept moving forward one day at a time. And you know, many women, they don't even realize how damaging eating disorders are to their health. I remember sometimes in the throes of of my bulimia, again, a lot of my behaviors weren't throwing up. It would be more so like restriction over exercising, obsessing over food, orthorexia, but I did have binge and purge tendencies. And what I would think anytime I was throwing up is, oh my goodness, what if I were to die this way? This would be so embarrassing. My heart was racing like crazy. I felt like my eyeballs were gonna pop out of my head. Like I just felt awful. I remember thinking like, oh, I just hate this. I don't ever wanna do it again. I don't ever wanna do it again. And then there I was, however many days later, back doing it again. So anyway, my point is when you're in that kind of a thing, I think you know like, oh, this does not feel right for my body. Like this is probably damaging my health. But it's those other gray area disordered behaviors that we don't really realize the damage that they're doing. So I know some of you may be asking, well, how can I tell if I even have an eating disorder? Well, some big signs are if you have lost some weight in a short amount of time, but maybe you haven't. Still doesn't mean that you don't have an eating disorder. Maybe you have some of the symptoms, like you binge by consuming large amounts of food at a time, often in secret. I know that I certainly did. Or maybe you follow it up by purging. Again, I did that. You've got feelings of guilt and shame. You may be struggling with an eating disorder. That's some signs right there. If you are preoccupied with your body and caught up in destructive patterns of dieting and overeating, like, oh, I'll start my diet tomorrow, and then you eat all the things, and then you restrict, and then you just repeat that pattern. Those are signs of disordered eating behaviors. All of these behaviors can affect overall well-being and your health. So what I would encourage you to do is if you think you have any of this going on, Try to talk to a professional about what you're feeling, what you're doing, your constant need to diet, your constant need to control your food intake or your fixation on food. I can't even tell y'all, if I could have all the hours back where I was fixating on food, I would have a lot of time on my hands from those days. You know, and have this professional, whoever they may be, whether it's a doctor or a therapist that specializes in this, let's go over maybe a nutritionist like Lisa, who I co-host out with, is a registered dietitian that 
focuses on eating disorders. Now, not just any dietitian, just because they're a dietitian doesn't mean that they legit know how to handle you. There are actually some registered dietitians that are contributing to a lot of pain and hurt out there. And they don't mean to be doing it, but they just haven't quite gotten there yet where they realize, oh shoot, I'm part of the problem. For a long time, you know, I sat here on this podcast. I was part of the problem. I wasn't a registered dietitian. So nobody should have been taking health advice from me anyways, but I was dishing it out because I wanted to share what I was doing, what was working for me. And I was passing it along to you guys. And I shouldn't have been. I was contributing to the problem which unfortunately is what a lot of registered dietitians are doing. So make sure if you do go to one, you're going to one that has the right line of thinking and is part of this anti-diet culture movement. So to everyone listening right now, really, if you're concerned about your behaviors or maybe the behaviors of a friend or a loved one, it is important to seek an assessment in some way, shape, or form from someone to help really determine where you are. And maybe you don't have the tools or the ability to meet with a doctor or a therapist or a nutritionist or a registered dietitian or whatever it is. Find tools elsewhere. Like I said in the IGTV posts, there are books you can read. Brain Over Binge was extremely helpful for me. It may not be the right tool for you, but it was for me. And that's a book that you can order and read, or you can download and listen to, or she's got blog posts that are up. She has a podcast called Brain Over Binge. We have Outway. Those are just things that I know to rely on, but spending some time on Google and really doing a deep dive into some stuff. Lisa has her Fork the Noise program. I mean, there there are resources out there that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg. So I just want to drill that into people. And I want you to know that there is no shame in anything that you're going through and getting help is going to be the best thing for you. And it might be baby steps. You might not be doing all of this at once, but take the next step, whatever that is for you. If it's listening to a podcast, downloading the book, opening up some blog posts, getting the book that I just shared with y'all, you know, from our listeners. So whatever that is. Now I'm rambling here and people don't like it when I ramble. So I'm going to go ahead and get to the fourth email. Email number four from Morgan Joy. Hello, Amy. My name is Morgan Joy and I've been listening to the Bobby Bone Show for about two years now. It wasn't until this summer when I got into podcast and I happened upon your four things with Amy Brown. You talked about your struggle with an eating disorder and that really resonated with me. I developed my eating disorder at 14 years old, a freshman in high school. I spent my entire high school career in and out of treatment for anorexia. I am 25 now, so that's 11 years of my life that have been affected by it. But thankfully, I am strong and healthy now. I became strong, not wanting to waste a second of my potential. I started driving trucks and operating heavy equipment as a career while I went to college full-time. I tried out for The Voice and I made it to the final round in Nashville before the blind auditions. I bought a new vehicle, so many things. I learned to start using my empathetic soul to help those in need. Music is something that helped my soul heal. Instead of starving myself, I feed my soul and play and write music. I picked up the guitar not too long ago and I did a cover of this song. I hope you read this message and I hope this song brings you comfort because I'm rooting for you. It's a sisterhood and we're all in this together. Okay, here's a little bit of the song Morgan Joy attached to her email and it's her covering Dear God by Corey Asbury. I'm not scared of imperfections, of questions in your head. Just 
All right. Thanks for that, Morgan. And I wanted to share Morgan's email to all of you because it's another story of hope because she has made it to a place of healing. And then lastly, I've got a bonus email for y'all before we wrap. And it's actually not related to eating disorder. I just saw this email and wanted to throw it in quickly because I loved it so much. It's from Ashley. She said, Hey, Amy, you gave me a great idea. I'm a first grade teacher in Massachusetts. Starting March 1st, I'll be having my six, seven, and eight-year-olds sharing one thing they are thankful for each day. I'll model it and share my own. I am so excited to build a moment of gratitude into our extremely hectic days, and I'll be sure to email you with some of what they share. Kids have been true rock stars this year, and I'll forever be thankful for my 2021 class. Your friend and tired but thankful teacher, Ashley. Which, Ashley, I love this note. I think that's a great idea. And, you know, we have our gratitude challenge coming up in the month of March. So it looks like you're joining us in that with your class. But I love that you're being realistic and more ideal for six, seven, eight year olds to keep it simple with one thing that they're thankful for. I mean, some families like to participate in our challenge and they maybe happen to have a family of four. So they each share one thing and that fills up four things in their journal for the day. Or maybe you have more than four people in your family. It doesn't really matter. You can still go around the table and share one thing or six or seven, eight, nine, ten. The gratitude challenge really doesn't have any rules. We did create this little insert that we were going to be mailing out to people that has four steps on how to do the challenge. And I will be posting that on Shop Espoir's Instagram account. And I run that in case y'all want to go follow me there. My personal Instagram is at Radio Amy. And the Shop Espoir account is at Shop Espoir. And then Mary runs at the Shop Forward. Sometimes people wonder the difference, but both Shop Espoir and the Shop Forward will be posting the little sheet that we made that you can screenshot that will help. Because I think, I love how many of you want the, the rules. You want to make sure that you're doing the gratitude challenge correctly. And you're like, oh, we want that sheet. I need something to go by. But really, it's simple. Just grab any notebook that you have, or there's still time to order our journal, which is radioamy.com or fourthings.com for a link to that. And our journals are awesome because, well, Mary and I made them, so I am biased, but they are super cute. Like they've got encouraging quotes and stickers in the back, and we threw in some family recipes, and they support education through Project MediShare in Haiti. So if you wanted to buy them as a gift and maybe get all your girlfriends together and y'all do them, but I get it, that can add up and get expensive. So like zero pressure there, literally grab any notebook you have and write down four things. If that's overwhelming to you, do like Ashley is doing with her kids. I don't care if you're 15 or 55 or 65 years old and it's overwhelming, do one thing a day. Pick one thing a day that you're thankful for. And honestly, too, even if you're starting this whole road to recovery with your eating disorder or disordered eatings, it really helps to focus on other things besides yourself when you really are looking for true healing. Because a lot of times we are wrapped up in our own selves, in our bodies, in our workouts, in our food. Remember all that time that you're spending obsessing about food and your body? Shift that and focus on other things that you are thankful for, and then it'll be like a domino effect. So that's another reason why I threw in this bonus email as an encouragement to people that may be listening 
to this podcast this week and realize, oh man, I think it's time for me to start putting in the work for recovery. Well, gratitude could actually be a part of that. It can help give you a perspective that you weren't seeing before and help you see life in a way that you have so much to be thankful for. And why are you spending all of your energy focused on food and your body? And I'm not saying that from this high horse. Like I am down here with y'all. I'm not yelling that at you or preaching it at you in any way. In fact, I probably am speaking more passionately because I've just been there and I know exactly what you are going through and you're feeling. I mean, probably not exactly to each person, but you know what I mean? Like I've been there. I've been in the trenches of it and it sucks. Like, sorry for that word in case you have kids listening. It sucks. Like I could think of worse words to say. I don't know. Is sucks a bad word? I don't let my kids say it. All right, now I'm rambling again. So I guess that means it's time to go. But y'all are amazing. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate everybody that sends notes for things with Amy Brown at gmail.com is the email address. Radioamy.com, like I said before, is the website. All right, Caitlin Parker, who is Bobby Bones's fiance, is going to be on this Thursday's podcast with me for all four things. So I will see you all Thursday. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all.